0: everyone welcome to adventures in autism episode 147 I am Megan Caranza thank you so much for coming to listen if it is your first episode welcome so happy to have you and if you've been listening thank you so much for coming on back to the show and I always like to start by just saying thank you so, so much to everybody for all your love and support. I have heard from several new listeners over the past couple of weeks, and it's always amazing to me how you know new people find the show and kind of dive in, especially when they're like, I'm listening to the older episodes, which is really cool, but also definitely makes me cringe a little bit because I had no idea what I was doing back then. And truth be told, I still don't really have... too much of an idea of what I'm doing. Um, But I will say since the beginning, I really have just followed my heart and my gut when it comes to putting this podcast together. So as much as I didn't know what I was doing back then, I still stand by all those episodes because I think, you know, it's a journey. We're we're all on this journey. And just like with really anything, um, this podcast has been a journey and I've been learning as I go and just having a really fun time doing it. So I always say it's a labor of love, but it really is worth it because just putting in what I, I, I get back so much more, I feel like, than than I put into the show. And part of that is just connecting with all of you. So thank you so, so much just for listening and for your support, everyone that, sends messages and just reaches out. Obviously, I really appreciate anyone that leaves reviews. There's a couple new ones this week. That means so, so much to me. And it also really does help other people to find the show. So thank you so much. Never hesitate to Send me a message, reach out. Like I said, if you're enjoying the show and you would be so kind to leave a review, I would be so appreciative, but I really do love connecting with you guys. So for today, we're back into the summer series. Um, I'm going to do a solo show today, and I had a few topics that I was... Kind of thinking about and didn't know what I wanted to discuss today. But what I decided to talk about is milestones and kind of celebrating milestones whenever they happen. And this is something I feel really passionate about in general, but it really struck me because yesterday I posted a video in my stories. If you don't follow me on social media, please do, because I do kind of feel like the podcast kind of goes along with, um, like Facebook and Instagram and I I do I mean I put up posts but I also post a lot in stories and just kind of more like what's happening right now sort of stuff. And yesterday just full disclosure Logan was off school it was like uh 4th of July observed. Hope everyone had a happy 4th. We had a a really fun kind of long weekend here. Manny was off on Friday so we had some fun activities we did and whatnot, which I also shared on social media. Um, but yeah, yesterday Logan was home from school, from from summer school, and we were playing in the backyard and I had shared how really like his, his kind of summertime schedule when we're outside, he does this loop and he'll go from the pool to the trampoline to the swing and he'll spend, you know, up like maybe five minutes, maybe a little more. On each of those things, but it's just like this continual loop around the backyard and he's super happy to do it. he gets like the input he needs. but I posted a, a video of him on the swings, and Logan is a champion swinger <laughs> that sounds bad, but he loves to swing, and I always joke he is going to like fling himself in outer space because he swings so high. And it's funny because I I I haven't posted a video on the swings in a while, but almost every time I do, somebody will message me and say, "When did he learn to use the swings independently? Like hold himself up and pump his legs? When did he start doing that?" And yet, yeah, just yesterday when I posted that, it must it's probably been a while since I have. I got like three or four messages very quickly saying, "When did he learn to pump? When did he learn to hold himself up?" And it just got me thinking because I do think that there are there are so many things that, you know, our kiddos maybe do on a different timeline than what is typical. And I feel like sometimes as parents, we don't give ourselves permission to like celebrate the things that they do. I'm using air quotes, but quote unquote late. And it's like, oh, well, they did this, you know, so much after their peers did. So is it something that that we should still be like celebrating and, you know, making a big deal of her. And my answer always is yes. (laughs) I'm sure that's not surprising to hear. Um, But I wanted to talk about milestones today and how I do think it's a, it's, it's important to celebrate those milestones anytime they happen and also just like celebrating the littlest milestones. I'm going to talk about some of the the ones that really kind of stand out to me today and then also some that we are still working on. And, you know, maybe your child has has different ones, like maybe the ones that I'm talking about Logan is still working on, they've totally mastered, but there's there's things that, that Logan is doing that your child isn't doing. You know, it's different for every kiddo. But I think, again, it's just so important to to celebrate those things for them, but also for you as a parent, because it's like it doesn't matter how much time we put into something. Honestly, even when when they do it again later, it's almost like to me a sweeter victory because it's like, oh, we've put so much time into this and now they've accomplished it. And it's just like that heart swelling, proud moment I talked about this, you know, a couple weeks ago, about Logan doing like the lily pads at um the water park. We were on vacation. It, it was just incredible to me that, you know, he was able to accomplish that. And I'm still, you know, looking back, like so proud of him for, for doing that. And, you know, that's something that his, his five-year-old sister like flew through. And I'm sure there were kids, you know, younger than him doing that, but For me, it it really is so much more just about like the accomplishment and how far he's come that that's what I really want to celebrate. And the the time when it happens, I I really think is like, just doesn't matter. I just think (laughs) when it happens at all, we want to celebrate those things. So like I said, kind of looking back, these are a few things that stand out to me and some of them are a big deal and some of them maybe aren't, but it's like, these are moments that really... I remember feeling like so proud of him. And the first one, this is when he turned four. And I, I maybe have brought this up before on the show, but I can't remember. It was right after we had started ABA. And I remember when we were first like just in the process of kind of get, getting going with the ABA company. We were doing evaluations and meetings. It was, it was a long process for us. There was a lot that went into it before we actually started therapy. And we were talking about things that we would like for Logan to, to do. And this was very shortly after he was diagnosed. We started AB about six months after he was diagnosed, but again, like the evaluation stuff took a while. So this was just a couple months after he had been diagnosed. And I was talking with, um, one of the coordinators who she actually had a child on the spectrum. Her son also had autism and we were talking about how beneficial ABA had been for him. And she was telling me about just some of, like, the household things that he he learned from ABA, which was really exciting to me because that was the stuff that, especially at that time, Logan really was not doing much of anything, like, independently. Everything he was doing required a lot of support. And, you know, we were we were doing these things for him. And even though he was four... And especially that time, too, because, I mean, Liliana was one. But I really didn't know, like, what was appropriate for a four-year-old. Like, what, what could we expect from him individually? But also, like, what were good goals to set, like, that his peers were doing? And not that we... I shouldn't say that. I was going to say not, not not that we were, like, trying to, you know, have him do the things his peers were doing. But I do think at that time, I I probably was more in the headset of having him catch up. Again, I'm using air quotes. Whereas now I don't feel that way. I really feel like he is kind of like on his own timeline and the trajectory of that to me, I'm really just comparing him to him, uh, which is another thing I could talk about on a solo show. That could even be a hot topic, honestly. Just I've, I've talked about, I definitely want to do a show on, on comparison, but let me guys let me know if you guys think that should be like a whole hot topic episode or just like a shorter summer series mini episode. But yes, at that point I I definitely was still thinking like, oh, you know, he'll catch up, he'll get there and I just I didn't have I think I had some perspective, but I, I didn't have like the, the full mindset shift that I have now. Um, but I remember talking to that coordinator and she was telling me, oh yeah, like, well, it'll be to the point where, you know, he comes home from school and he's able to, you know, take off his own shoes and hang up his backpack and hang up his jacket. And I remember her telling me that and thinking like, oh my gosh, we are like light years away from that. <laughs> like, again, he was only four at this time and he was still in preschool and I was just like... I have no idea how we're, we're going to do that. Uh, it was really interesting because we started ABA right around the time when school started. So that was all stuff that we kind of worked into his program was he would get him from school and, you know, take off his backpack and hang it up and take off his jacket. And I remember th- the first thing of those, those kind of tasks that he did independently was that he was able to take off his own shoes and put them away. Put them like where do I keep the shoes? And this was after he'd been in ABA for you know maybe a couple months. And I remember like every day we'd get home, I would be assisting him with these things. And then there was just one day where on his own he took off his own shoes and he put them away. And I was just floored. I was like completely blown away. I remember texting Manny and being like, Logan just took off his shoes by himself and he put them away. And that, the cool thing with that, because there's sometimes where it's like we see him do things and it's just kind of like a one-off. But that was a skill that he really developed and has remained. So not that he always listens to us 100% of the time. Um, but, you know, years later, like Logan still, when he gets home from school, he knows like, okay, take off my shoes. He Taking off his shoes, he's very good at putting them away. <laughs> usually requires a little bit of reminding. Um, but yeah, that was something that, you know, he was for and that was the first really like four and a half at that point. That was the first time he had ever done that. And I just remember feeling so proud. And anything that he does independently, I just think is incredible and I'm so excited about. But especially that like those the first few times, it it really is like I'm just speechless. Like I can't believe it. I'm like, oh my gosh, he's really doing this. It's amazing. Um, uh, so the next thing I want to talk about, cause it came up on, like I was saying in my social media is learning to swing. And for Logan, this was kind of two part because when he was younger, like, you know, anytime we would play the park, he always, we would always put him in the baby swing because it was just easier for him to, he really had a hard time even just supporting himself on the swing. So I would put him in, you know, the big kid swing and it was more that he, he was just kind of like a limp noodle. Like we would put him on and he just didn't have that. He we've had Logan evaluated for PT and in the past we thought maybe he had low tone or hypotonia and he, he doesn't, but for him it really is more of like a motor planning issue. So just kind of like getting, you know, his, his head to tell his body to do this and there are times when it's like we can tell he wants to do something, but he's just having a hard time with that connection. And for a long time, that's how the swings were with him holding himself up. Like he he wanted to do the swing so badly, but he just didn't have like that core strength or he 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 had the core strength, but he didn't have that, that planning to, you know, tell himself like, okay, like I got to hold on now. I got to have the core strength. And I remember there was a couple times where he got on the swings and he would kind of like start to hold himself up and we would give him, you know, that first push and he would literally just fall right out. (laughs) And I felt so terrible, but it was just, he just didn't have that, that core strength. But I remember I have, I have photos of the first time we went to the park. And he was like holding himself up on the swings and he was like standing straight and had that, that core strength. And he was about five at that time. And again, I remember just feeling like so insanely proud of him. Like, oh my gosh, you're doing it. This is amazing. And he, he loved it. He was so proud of himself. He had a huge smile. I'll, I'll share those photos when I post this. Um, but that was a huge thing. And then again, learning to pump. This was something I was just getting asked about. That was something that I, I, I mean, I think it was over time he learned, but also I know it was something we worked on in ABA because that was during our ABA sessions, we would always, you know, have breaks for him. And especially when the weather was nice, they would take him outside and we have the swing set and he would get, you know, like a five, 10 minute swing break before they got back to their next activity. Or sometimes they would end the session last like 15, 20 minutes being outside and that was something that they would work on with him in ABA was learning to to pump his legs. So I think it was about a year later if he started like holding himself up on the swing, probably like within that year he learned to pump. So it was like maybe around age 6. Um that's what I was telling people. And it really was something that we just had to keep working on with him actively. Anytime we were outside, I would give him like, you know, a couple of those first pushes to kind of get him going and then just encourage him to, to pump his legs. And like I said, it quickly escalated. And now he is like, just, he swings himself so high. I always tell me, I'm like, I swear he's going to just like do a loop over the top bar of the swing set. Um, it doesn't matter where we are. He goes in the swings. He loves it. He has so much fun. And yeah, that was, that was another huge milestone because like that was something beforehand, like we'd go to the park and, you know, he wanted to do the swings, but he had a really hard time. So that I, I, like I said, huge, huge day when he could hold himself up in the swings. And then again, when he could pump his own legs on the swings, that was all things that just made me so excited. And yeah, probably much later than his typical peers at like five and six, but we still, it does not matter to us. Like we're thrilled and we celebrate those milestones just as much. So, okay. The next one, and this is a big one. This may get asked about a ton. And again, this, this honestly on its own could be a hot topic. I'm just going to kind of touch on it today, but potty training, I think it's really important to note. And this is something that I did not understand until kind of the final time that we did potty training is that Potty training really is a developmental skill. It's not necessarily something like I feel like we think of, you know, like two, three-year-olds, four-year-olds, maybe we're like, oh, this is it's time for them to potty train. And the truth is, you know, for a lot of typical kids, that is the time that they would potty train. But for kids on the spectrum, It's just not going to be the same. Like I was saying, it really is like a different playing field. So that's not to say that you shouldn't try, especially if your kiddo is showing interest. But I have a lot of thoughts on potty training, which is why, like I said, it really could be a hot topic. So if you guys want this to be a hot topic, let me know and I will elaborate fully. But for us, we did a couple different bouts of potty training. The first one was when he was four. And this was before I think he um, he was definitely on the waiting list to get diagnosed. Um, but I don't know if we actually had the diagnosis yet or maybe it was right before he turned four. No, I think he had just turned four because um, it was like Christmas break. And I he was definitely showing signs of readiness and he had gone pee on the potty a couple of times like before we'd like get into the bath or shower like he would want to sit in the potty. So I, you know, this gung ho mom, I'm like, we're going to do it. We're going to potty train. And we started uh, like on Monday morning, you know, like got the underwear, got treats and goodies as, as, you know, motivation. And honestly, I think by like noon or maybe one o'clock I had given up. <laughs> I think he peed on the floor like three times. I mean, just like fully, it wasn't like he had a little accident. like he fully peed on the floor like three times. And I was like, okay, we are not ready for this. Um, And then we tried at least once, but honestly, I think twice with ABA uh, before it really stuck. Um, And it wasn't until he was six that it really stuck. And it was over spring break. He went to the clinic and did their kind of like intensive potty training program, which... Is basically instead of, you know, running their normal programs, they kind of just had like a lot of free time and tried to keep the day structured. But it was like potty training was like the main focus. And I think I think it worked that time for many reasons. I think the biggest thing is that Logan was at that point developmentally ready. I think he knew what we were trying to do with him. I think he was ready to do it. And like I said, he was sick. So I think he was just you know, mentally, developmentally, he was where he needed to be. I also do think it helped that we were, we were doing this outside of our home. In the, in the past, we had only done potty training at home. And I think, you know, it depends on the kid obviously, but for Logan, I think he really associates home with, um, just kind of like his, his safe space, which is great. I always want him to see home as his safe space. But even when we were trying to do potty training beforehand, it was like he just wasn't quite getting it. And I think just being in a new environment, and he had been to his clinic a few times then. we mostly did in home therapy, but I think being in a different environment, it sort of just like opened that up for him to be like, okay, maybe I can do this. Um, so like I said, I can talk more about potty training, but that, I mean, obviously that's a huge milestone. And I mean, he was six, he was definitely, you know, a little older than most typical kids when they potty train. I remember one of our pediatricians who we did not stick with, but saying to me, you know, most kids on the spectrum will potty train like at least two or three years after their typical peers. And at the time I remember thinking like, Oh, well, you're probably wrong, but I think he was right. (laughs) And I think it's important to, to keep that in mind when you're trying to potty train. And I feel like this now, even with typical kids, like my youngest Layla is three and I would say she's about 75% potty trained at this point, but the old Megan would have been like, Oh no, we are buckling down. We are doing this. Whereas like the, the new Megan, the mom Megan, who has been through this, And just has a different perspective on things is like, okay, like when she's fully ready, she'll do it. And we'll dish the pull-ups and that'll be it. We actually did try with her some like intensive potty training for a couple days. And the first day she did awesome. The second day she was like more resistant and didn't want to sit in the potty. By the third day, she would not sit. She was fully like just refusing. And yeah, in the past I would have, you know, probably just kind of beaten that dead horse and kept being like, no, we're going to do this. But I was like, okay, if you're not, if you're not ready to do it and you're getting frustrated and I'm getting frustrated, like it's just not worth it. And I feel like that with so many things. Um, but yeah, if if it weren't for Logan and me learning all this stuff, I, I probably wouldn't have, wouldn't have that same knowledge that I do now or just that perspective. Okay, and then one more big one, Um, and this has been more recent and something that we're still working on, Um, but I would say like probably around the time he was sevens, maybe like in the last couple years, Logan has been able to get himself dressed independently. So I do help him, I will say, on like busy mornings before school. Uh, If we have time, I will give him the space to do it. If we don't, then I will... Definitely help him along. Um, but Logan can, he f- can fully, like from top to bottom, get himself dressed, which that is huge. And that's something that I was, again, was not sure when we would get to that point. Like him actually, you know, putting the shirt over his head and getting his head in the hole. He definitely learned pants first, like how to put his legs in and pull those up. Um, but then learning to, yeah, like fully, like put his shirt on by himself. He can do socks by himself yeah like I said he really he can do head to toe he can do the full thing by himself again it's definitely it it takes a lot longer and more of a time crunch, so we don't always have time for him to do it all by himself I, but I try to give him as much space as I can to do those things independently because you know i it, it would if I have to I will, but I would love it when he you know is like a teenager and he can just get himself dressed on his own in the morning before school. That was something before we finished ABA, we were working on, I always wanted to work on the life skills. So I think that's so important. But that was one of the things we were telling his, his um, BCBA is that my dream would be like, I, maybe I put his clothes, you know, on his dresser for him in the morning, but it's like, he can just know like, okay, I need to wake up go to the bathroom, brush my teeth, get dressed all before he even would like come downstairs. And we're not at that point yet, but we're, we're working towards it. We still have like a visual schedule that we keep on his mirror. And we, right now I'm, you know, helping him like facilitate those things. But I really, I have no doubt that we will, we'll get to that point just because he has come so far. Um, and that, again, that was something, that really has just been in the last like year or so, another huge one last year was writing his name independently, and that's one that is still tricky like sometimes he can write it so well, and other times it looks like total chicken scratch and I think that is a a motor planning issue, but b just the motivation um Logan has never been very motivated by anything like writing or coloring. Which is so funny because, like, my daughters, they love doing that stuff. And it's just really fun for them. That's that's always been, like, one of his least preferred activities. So there's been kind of a handful of times that I have, like, I've literally kept the name that he's written because it looks so good. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, this is amazing. So we know that he can do it. But again, because motor planning is a challenge for him, there are times when it just doesn't come out quite right. And it's so funny with him because if you even, not even necessarily do hand over hand, but almost like just kind of hold your hand there, like he he just needs to know it's there for that like stability he can write it totally fine. But it's like if you have him do it completely independently, it just looks like scribbles. So it's so funny because it's like he knows what we what we want him to do and he can do it. But it's like he just needs like that little bit of extra support sometimes. So, you know, that's what we do. Um, yeah. So those are a few kind of like maybe not your typical milestones, but they were big ones to me. All that really stand out. And again, maybe they happened a little bit later, but we still celebrated the crap out of those and I plan on celebrating all the milestones coming up too so okay I'm going to take a quick break and then when I come back I'm going to talk about a couple more kind of milestones that again maybe are not like things that are typical what you hear of like the big milestones um, that we've been really proud of but also things that we are still working on so stay tuned It also goes into like sensory processing disorder or ADHD, but it's just very valuable information and a really great resource that I still pull from today, even though I read it years ago. So that's a really good one. Sometimes just to get my mind off things. I also just enjoy Good old chicklet. <laughs> I love anything by Emily Giffin, like something borrowed or something blue. And those are available on Audible as well, but you can pick from any of their titles. So to download your free audiobook today, go to audibletrial.com/adventures and Autism. All one word. Again, that's audibletrial.com/adventures and Autism for your free audiobook. Okay. So those are like the big milestones that really stand out to me, but a couple others that have maybe are more recent, but some have been, you know, in the past. Um, but just things that stand out that are really, that are just really cool that I'm super proud of him. One of them is swimming and that has been more recent. Really when we took him to Great Wolf Lodge over spring break, I was just blown away because he wanted to be in the pool. Like he liked doing the the slides and some of the other kind of like activities they had there, but he really just wanted to swim and he did not want to wear like any kind of life jacket or floaty. He wanted to be like free to swim and he wanted to be in the deep end the whole time, which Logan is tall. So I mean, he could, he can touch like He's, he's honestly, he's probably close to five feet at this point. He's really, he's always been really tall. Um, so definitely in like the four and a half feet, he could still touch, but it's, you know, it's getting, it's getting pretty, pretty close to over his head at that point. Um, but he did amazing. He, I mean, I wouldn't have let him swim like completely on his own in the deep end like that, but I mean, I was just blown away at how well he was swimming. And then now he's been doing swim lessons for the past few weeks this summer. And even his teacher is like, She's like, I almost, like, don't even know what to do with him because he does so well. So they're actually working on, like, strokes with him now where, you know, most of the kids in the class, like, they're, they're still working on more kind of safety swimming. But Logan is just doing amazing. And we're working on kind of having him go longer distances and sort of, like, keeping up from, like, one end of the pool to the other. And... Uh, Safety is the biggest concern for sure, but he is, he's just doing amazing and he really is like a little fish in the water. So that has been amazing to see. It's definitely like a skill that he is just rocking. Uh, Another thing that he loves and he's good at. I mean, good at is a relative term, but he loves bowling. And it was funny because just this morning he was watching a bowling video on YouTube. I'm like, oh, we need to go bowling again. But I remember the first time we took him bowling, and this was a few years ago. He loved it and had so much fun. And he did use, like, that little ramp the first couple times. But he, he loves bowling, and it's just, like, a really kind of fun sort of family activity. And especially stuff like that, when we do, like... It's, there, it's so often I feel like our our differences and kind of uniqueness as a family is really highlighted but when we do something like bowling it feels like we're just you know like this typical family which is really cool sometimes to have those moments Um, another huge one which was just this year was that he started doing math independently which I've mentioned this on the show but that just still blows my mind and the fact that he is like so good with numbers and fractions is just incredible to me and I'm so, so proud of him. Um, another one that he is is good at and I kind of forget about this, but we were doing it the other day and I was amazed is playing catch. Logan is really good at catching a ball. Um not necessarily like a baseball, like not that small, but we have a I mean again, he has a million balls. So we have some that are like much smaller, like probably about the size of like a soft a softball. We have like some mini soccer balls and He can catch those even from, like, a pretty far distance, which blows my mind. I'm terrible at catching <laughs> so he, and math too. He definitely gets both those skills from his father. Um, but he really likes playing catch and again, it's something like very kind of age appropriate for for an 8-year-old boy that wants to play catch and he's really good at it, which is awesome. And then another huge one that I've I know I've mentioned on social media, but I don't know if I've talked about it a ton on here is just the fact that he is eating more food and he's really expanded his diet. That is huge, and I don't know if that's necessarily a milestone, but it's something that I think of as a milestone and a big one especially for summertime is just this past summer these past few months Logan has started eating ice cream um which is again, it's one of those things that like we all enjoy and we can do together and it's so fun. There's been many times in the past where we've gone out for ice cream and because Logan didn't like ice cream, like we would all you know be eating something and I felt so bad that he was like left out or we would bring him you know, his own treat that he enjoyed, which he was happy. He didn't mind it, but it was just one of those mom things where you just like have that guilt about it. You're like, Oh, I wish you liked this. So yeah, just recently he started eating ice cream and that has been, first of all, it's really fun. Cause it's like, he's still, he's still kind of figuring out like, Oh, this is interesting. He always liked popsicles in the past, but ice cream is all, all new for him. So we went out for, for dinner over the weekend. Uh, like I said, Manny was off and he tried, he was having, actually that was sorbet and he really liked it. Um, but just getting him to eat it is, it's just a whole experience. So it's, it's really fun. So yeah, those are, again, maybe not huge things, but huge to me really stand out. And I just think it's so important to, to celebrate those things. And if you're proud of your kiddo, like shout it from the rooftops. <laughs> um, okay. So then I wanted to share a couple more things that we are, we're still, I mean, there's always something we're working on, but these are things that really stuck out to me as things I would like for him to be able to do just milestones either on his own. And again, maybe they're not like typical milestones, but they're, they're a big deal for us. So one of them that we are working on a lot is buckling his seatbelt. He can unbuckle himself and he, it's so funny when, cause he sits in like a booster again, he's tall, but he's still in a booster and he, you know, the, the seatbelt, like he'll, he'll pull it down and He will, like, put it around himself so that, like, it's on him, but he doesn't actually, like, clip it. So that he still definitely needs hand over hand for. Um, Like I said, he can unbuckle himself fine. He can push the button and get himself out. But still working on buckling himself, and we will continue to work on that because... Liliana can buckle herself and it is amazing. (laughs) So I can't wait for the day when I don't have to buckle a child in her car seat. There's so many things now that my kids are getting a little bit older that it's like, I can see the horizon of like, oh my gosh, like I will be soon, like totally done with diapers. Soon I won't have to buckle any kids in their car seats. That stuff is really exciting to me. (laughs) So we're looking forward to that. Um, Another big one is showering or bathing independently he can definitely do again it's almost like with writing the name he can he can do these things but it's like getting him to do them when he needs to do them that it's like the timing that doesn't always work out so it's something that we are always working on with him um he likes both showering and bathing like and he likes having privacy so it would be awesome if I knew I could like you know put him in the shower in the bath I'm never like far away but know and and know like oh he's gonna like fully clean himself um now I don't really have full trust in that so I I will kind of help along with that process but I I try to encourage him to do as much as he can on his own because again as he gets older that's something that I would really love for him to just be able to do on his own I'm happy to help him as long as I need to but it's it's definitely something we want to keep working on um, Another one I put down is household chores. And I don't mean like, you know, huge things, but like the girls, I can tell them to definitely Liliana. I can't always tell Layla to clean her room, but I can tell them like, you need to pick up your room or you need to like pick up the toys over here. And we do, we'll give them like a couple dollars, like allowance or whatever, and they'll save their money. Um, And Logan can definitely do those things. But again, it's just like getting him to do it more independently. It's right now it requires like a lot of... Not necessarily, um, I don't like to say help, but just support a lot of like, okay, pick, like I can, if I literally walked with him around the room and said, pick this up, pick this up, pick this up, he would do all of it. He really would. He's like really good at following direction like that. But if I wasn't there to tell him, he would lose focus, like, almost immediately. <laughs> um, so that would just be nice for him to be able to do, you know, like, a little bit more around the house. I'm not thinking at this point he's, like, take the garbage out. But, I mean, hey, someday that would be a great a great chore uh, for him to do on his own. Or, like, you know, just, like, some light vacuuming or something. I would be thrilled if Logan could do that stuff. Basically, again, just, like, anything that he can do independently. We do try to get him to, like, you know, take his dirty dishes, like to the sink, or if he has a favorite plate, like throw your plate away. Or if he has like, especially wrappers, like candy or fruit rollups or whatever, I'm always like, okay, put that away. That goes in the garbage. And again, with reminding, he will do it on his own, but it would be great if it was just like autopilot. He just did that stuff. Um, and the last one I put is riding a bike, which is something that we're always working on. Again, that was something we always worked on in ABA and he, that's a big challenge for him for sure, especially with his motor planning he can do it, but pedaling is just, it's definitely not easy for him. So we can get him to do, like, a few rotations. He's just not, like, super motivated by it. Um, I was just telling any, and I, like, we're kind of late to the game at this point, but I would like to get him a balance bike because I think that it would help him just kind of get the concept more of, of riding a bike. He has learned and he's pretty good now at riding his scooter, which that took a while for him to kind of get down that rhythm of, you know, keeping the foot down then using the other foot to pedal or not really pedal, but sort of kick. Um, so he totally, he, he got that and he's pretty slow, but he, he gets it. And I think, I think he would love riding a bike and I would, I would love for him to have that skill. So definitely something we're still working on and, you know, all these things are a work in progress, but I know that we'll get there. Uh, so those are the main ones that I was thinking of that I wanted to talk about today. But again, I mean, there's always things that we are working towards. And like I said, doesn't matter when we reach those goals. I mean, he could be, you know, 25 when he learns to ride a bike and I will still be cheering huge from the sidelines. It it really, it's one of those things that if I could give advice to anyone, any any parent of a child with autism... Probably, like, there's a million things I would say, but honestly, the, the the biggest one or one of the biggest ones is, like, throw away the rule book on, at this age, your kid should do this. At this age, they should do this. Like, just forget about it. And I've said it before, but it's like, Logan, in my eyes, is just, like, on a different playing field. And again, I the only comparing I do with him is to him. And it's like, okay, if he was at this point before, I want him to get to this point now. And I really think that 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 not only is that better for your child, but I think it's better for you as a parent because you know i've I've said this before, but it's like we all have this kind of like imaginary clock that's like ticking and we're thinking, Oh my gosh, like they need to do this. They need to do this. And it's, it's stressful and your, your child can feel that stress. And it's like, they don't, they don't want that either. So if you can just throw away the timeline and enjoy where they are now. And obviously, again, we always still have goals. We always still have things we're working on, but just getting, doing away with that pressure of, of hitting those goals in a certain time, I think is only beneficial for you and your kiddo. So that is all for today. I hope this episode was helpful. Let me know what you think. Let me know what, what skills or milestones your your child has reached that you were super excited about or ones that you're still working on. I always love hearing that stuff from you guys. Uh, if you would like to connect with me or follow me on social media, you can find me on Facebook at Adventures in Autism Podcast, on Instagram at Adventures in Autism Pod, or you can email me at Adventures and Autism 2018 at yahoo.com. I always love hearing from you guys. If you would like to be a guest in the show, I have just did a, a couple uh, recordings, interview episodes I'm really excited about that will be coming in the coming weeks. So again, I'm still going to be doing the kind of solo summer series and I'm just sort of trying to like stretch out these interviews just so I don't run through them super quickly because again, recording in the summer is just a little more of a challenge but still love hearing from you guys and still recording episodes so let me know if you would like to be a guest and again if you're enjoying the podcast and you have not yet left a review on Apple podcast I would be so so appreciative it really does help other people to find the show as well and I said this last week and a couple people did it but if you are are listening to the show and enjoying the episode take a screenshot share it on you know your stories that makes me so happy and I just think If there's somebody out there who could benefit from a show like this, I would love for them to find it. So by you sharing it, that really does, it really does help. And we can just, you know, keep sharing the love. So that is all for now. And until next time, take care.